0: This special episode of Crypto Banter is brought to you by NordVPN. This is a special Crypto Banter episode that takes an in-depth look at Solana and its ecosystem after the FTX collapse and the events of this week. You've seen the headlines, you've seen the tweet storms, the feuds, then the possible salvage, the refusal, and now what? What's left behind in FTX Wake? Solana. Let's first rewind to the week before the FTX fallout and start there. We were just leaving Lisbon after covering the now annual Breakpoint conference, covering all things Solana, and then the news started to break. This is an unprecedented bank run in terms of crypto proportions. My flight was actually delayed, so I live streamed from the airport. And that's when everything started to unfold. CZ tweets this afternoon, FTX asked for our help. Let's start with Sam Bankman-Fried, or SBF as he's known. Sam and Alameda funded and incubated Solana and large parts of the Solana ecosystem. The FTX exchange was always a springboard for a litany of Solana-based projects, catapulting them into all-time highs, benefiting them and the various VCs and investors. So what happened? FTX was using client money to learn to Alameda, and Alameda was investing this into multiple projects. But after Coindesk released Alameda's balance sheet, the market got wary around their solvency. The CZ Twitter feud broke out. Attempts to rescue FTX even by Binance went down and by the end of the week FTX International and FTX US were both declared insolvent. The hole in FTX's balance sheet is rumoured to be above $10 billion and millions of clients didn't get their money out in time even though we did our best to warn them. The news has made global headlines and has done irreparable damage to our industry that will take years to fix. It's also understandable that with the collapse of FTX and Alameda and SBF not being around anymore, people are concerned about the future of Solana. We were going to routinely cover breakpoint, but given the events this week, instead let's take an in-depth look at the future of Solana. Let's look at the investment side, let's look at what's being built, let's look at the community, and let's decide what the future of Solana is. So. Let's go back even further. A year ago, we were at the first Breakpoint, kicking off our coverage on all things Solana. A very different time, a very different market. A year of building that many were proud of to now face this. So let's look at the week that was Solana Breakpoint. Again, just before the FTX collapse. A year where Solana hosted dozens of hacker houses popping up all over the world, practically on every continent, bringing developers into the Solana ecosystem. And here in Lisbon, Breakpoint went fully decentralized. Four locations all over the city. The main talks were here at the picturesque pavilion, an all code dev location in Lisbon central square, building based gatherings at the Convento Beata along the river. the Games Day and Hacker House hidden off of Anita de Libidot, translated as Liberty, fitting for the crypto and gaming community. Now a play on the centralization of FTX and the contagion that caused. We were here last year and when we were, Solana was at an all-time high, the markets were at an all-time high and the moose was at an all-time high. This year is different. Let's go take a look inside. So what did we find on the Solana stage? A major mix of building, products rollouts and code shipping between our siloed crypto and blockchain space to the Web2 world and all things IRL. We have our man, Miles Deutscher over here.
1: What are fam. over here. Now I'd like to invite uh, two of Solana's
2: co-founders to join us on stage, uh, Raj and Anatoly. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> How's it feel to be back in Lisbon? Um,
3: it's awesome. I mean, it's crazy that uh, there's 50% more people here this year
4: than last year. I don't think anybody could have predicted the roller coaster that would have resulted from from the last year, but I think this year it's it's the same. Um, the network's been stress tested. I think now the community gets stress tested, and I'm excited to see people support each other and um, and just you know form meaningful and, and lasting friendships.
0: What I really wanted to see was what was being built this past year. Here we go.
5: Yeah, let's go. Let's go.
0: First, Instagram announced integrating NFTs on Solana.
5: Today,
6: we support Phantom Wallet for integration into the Solana network with creators. We want to build tools that enable them to thrive. And we recognize the blockchain's potential to enable creators to make a living on their work. And as of this week, Solana is another blockchain that creators and fans can use to share the digital collectibles that they love.
0: From there, Asics debuted a physical Solana shoe.
6: Solana Pay, you know, you told me you wanted
7: a a platform that would allow you to create a a real interactive commerce
8: experience for your customers. It's not just you buy a shoe with Solana Pay or you buy a shoe with USDC. You, of course, do that, but then in addition, you get an NFT with your purchase and that NFT unlocks the potential for an airdrop. And that airdrop is an airdrop with a partner we love and step in and that Woo, token, step in, step in, step in, huge fans of step in.
0: Huge strides were made on the Solana gaming front, premiering an entire games day with over 40 games and studios showcasing their wares. Leading the pack, Star Atlas, announcing their preseason and demoing their
4: season zero. But today we are formally debuting the go forward branding of Star Atlas, Golden Era or Sage. One of the reasons we call this golden era is because it unlocks the next generation of game economics across the Star Atlas ecosystem. We're going to walk through this just by discovering a couple of the content delivery pipelines uh, that our art and production team work on. emotional when I watch that. It's like watching a child take its first steps. What I do want to highlight today is really just the next seasonal release. Going into next year, we're expecting the release of our first official season, Star Atlas Alive.
0: Also alive is Matchday, announcing their World Cup integration, just in time for the world's biggest soccer event.
9: We're building together is a category-defining, blockchain-powered game. For 5 billion fans. And today, we are very, very proud to announce we are the first gaming company powered by the blockchain to partner with FIFA. It's slated for community release in early 2023. Simply go to matchday.com, reserve your username, which has been opened today, and be the first to get your cards.
0: Also, first, Render and Metaplex teamed up with people. That's right, people to build an immersive 3D NFT experience like Jan Veld at Christie's last year.
5: I wanna share one last bit of Alpha. In partnership with the Render Network, we're excited to welcome Beeple to Metaplex and Solana. Honestly, surreal even saying that out loud. Debuting the future of streaming and immersive 3D NFTs. Yeah, let's go, let's go. Let's go.
0: Speaking of render, we spoke with them last year when they were first moving to Solana. And in that time, they've made some big mold moves. Partnerships announced with Microsoft, Google, Apple, and various holiday studios bringing high-tech rendering to the render cloud.
7: So, you know, Google came in as a partner, Eric Schmidt's on our board of advisors, was one that made that happen, um, Microsoft as well. And we're here because we really want to share our vision for where we both... Really, both parties see all of this going. Uh, There have been some great movies being rendered on the GPU. Uh, I'm very proud of one of them, which is um, the Star Trek Motion Picture. Let's watch that video. Uh, It's everything you're seeing here CG was rendered on the render network. Cool. We're so excited for how the future of content creation is going to work. We think that Render and, of course, everything we're doing with uh, Solana and Metaplex is at the center of that. Thank you so much, everyone. I love BravePoint. It's great being here and hopefully I'll see you around. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you. And on the finance front, Circle said it's launching USDC support for the euro on Solana. A huge deal.
2: Eurocoin is coming to Solana. How about seamless payments in euros with Solana Pay? Users love how easy it is to pay with USDC on Solana Pay, and now they can do so in Euros as well. Giving users the optionality to use EuroCoin as a base currency for trading unlocks a lot of this functionality. We can't wait to make this possible with all of you. Stay tuned in early 2023 for updates on mainnet availability.
0: And updates on the decentralized network fund. Two big advancements. Helium earlier made the announcement that they moving to Solana and further extending their mobile mesh network.
10: We are now at close to a million hotspots uh, globally. So this has taken off and become the largest wireless network in the world of any kind. Uh, And it is completely people powered. So last month in New York, you may have seen that we announced the world's first crypto carrier. We partnered with T-Mobile, which we announced last month. And the idea here. Thank you. Um, The idea there is that this is a hybrid model, it's the first time T-Mobile has ever done anything like this, where a subscriber to Helium Mobile will use a Helium hotspot when they're within range of it, uh, but use the T-Mobile network when they're not in range of it. Uh, We also announced that Saga customers will get unlimited data and voice on Helium Mobile for the first 30 days. So hopefully that's good.
0: And HiveMapper, heard of them yet? Well, they're building a decentralized answer to Google Maps on, of course,
5: Solana. So I'm gonna share with you a short video here.
11: Hive mapper, Mm uh-huh.
7: Hive, like the beehive. It is a decentralized mapping network. And I'm like a wee worker bee, (laughs) helping to build a big global map just by driving, and they pay me in crypto.
8: Wait, did you say you get paid in crypto?
7: You get tokens just for contributing your mapping data.
5: What crypto do you earn? Honey. (laughs) <laughs> so this is a dash cam. So the first thing that it does is it actually collects imagery that is, forms the basis of this decentralized global map that we're building together. The second thing that it does is it actually mines crypto and it mines honey tokens, which is the cryptocurrency of HiveMapper. It, all you need is that dash cam that we just saw over there plus an app that runs on iOS or Android so you can be mapping anywhere, anywhere in the entire world and earning honey tokens with a Hive Mapper dashcam. People have ordered these dash cams from over 66 countries in roughly 2,100 cities. You can go buy one today. Mm, nah, that seems too good to be true.
7: Well, they said the same thing about sliced bread back in the day, but it was true. And it's the same for Hive Mapper.
0: Let's now take a step back. For a while, Solana has been surrounded in some controversy with network outages and bear market things we're all facing. Anatolia and Raja face their fair share of critics. And with what do they answer? With eating glass and heads down building.
1: Solana has been having issues with congestion. Won't this additional usage make that worse?
3: Um, So congestion issues that we have on the network come from bots, not really from humans. And a lot of the performance improvements in 110 are already showing that um, a lot of the bugs have been fixed. You know, every release just makes the
8: network better and better. Bad press that even Sam acknowledges was deserved. So, this begs the question is SBF right about Solana?
6: So, in February, we saw the wormhole exploit where $320 million was sapped from the uh, Solana ETH
3: bridge. When I heard of it, like my stomach kind of twisted. Uh, by the time I heard of it, they would already had a patch that was being uh, deployed, plus decided to uh, refund and like make all the users whole.
0: Now with all this FTX drama, they may be facing a much more daunting task. We'll see how this coverage plays out in the next market cycle. All right, so we're here with Austin Federa, he's head of communications with the Solana Foundation here at Breakpoint 2022. Austin? Huge turnout, right? Yeah, huge turnout.
2: We had about 2,200 last year, and this year we have over
0: 3,700 here. Did you expect this kind of turnout? Like When you got here, and you saw the tickets being bought, and you saw the lines of people, tell me what went. on inside you? Oh,
2: man. I love that you think we plan on pre-Bear Market time horizons. Um, In all honesty, so much of this has come together uh, just in the course of maybe five months, right? So looking at that, you know, yeah, we were originally thinking maybe there was going to be 5,000 people here. And so we eventually, we initially scoped for maybe that. And I'm delighted that we have so many folks here in person, right? Awesome.
0: Well, let's go take a walk inside. Show us around.
2: So... One of the really cool things about this is like, how do you combine and a series of developer-focused and announcements of and updates on protocols with, like, real things. big yeah, announcements let's from other go. folks? Let's
0: go. So you let's have go. the main one over here, and then you have all the other stages. And yeah, the thing is, it's not really like there's a main stage and there's the
2: other main stages, right? It's, it's artists, that different types of creators, things have different
1: stages that make sense for them. Because when you're in a bear market, right, so much of what you're grappling with is, how do I set myself up well for when the market comes back?
0: Now let's go in depth on all things Solana. We look forward to it. We'll see you again in 2023. Yes. So my friend, Thank two. you. First up, Solana Spaces. The first two retail spots in New York's famed Hudson Yard and Miami's iconic Winwood. Its founder bringing Web3 to the real world. But in reality, its expansion could be in question depending how this whole thing plays out. How many of you have heard of Solana Spaces? Well, if you haven't heard about it, it's a physical space that represents the Solana blockchain. Is that a good description?
1: Yeah, it's literally a Solana store, and it's where people can learn, earn and experience Solana in real life.
0: And how's it going? Are people visiting? Are they transacting? Are they using Solana Pay to buy stuff?
1: Yeah, so we just announced today um, some of our numbers and um, we expect to have about 200,000 people coming to the store, and about 70,000 of them to take Solana tutorials in real life, so I think it's working pretty well. Uh,
0: Generally when they come to the store, what do they do? What's the reason to come to the store?
1: So about 60% of the people that come in, they just come in to browse the merch. We make awesome products, and some of our partners make awesome products as well. Um, And the others actually spend, you know, 10, 20, 30 minutes of their time um, downloading Phantom, downloading FTX, going through tutorials, learning about DeFi, NFTs
0: and gaming. And how many spaces stores are there at the moment, and how big is this thing gonna get? So there's only
1: two right now, New York City and Miami, It's a lot of embassy. But um, we have commitments from 13 teams around the world who are building next year. And um, we're really hoping to generate, you know, maybe 20 to 30 locations by the end of 2023. That's our big goal. Unbelievable. Hibu, thank you so much thank for you. coming. Yeah, thank you. Really.
0: From retail hubs, let's talk retail products. ASICs going in IRL and releasing a real shoe on the Solana blockchain, for real. Take a look. What's the first thing that you guys have launched? I saw you guys speaking about a shoe. Maybe you want to take your shoe off and just show yeah, us. What the, yeah, what's yeah, the first thing it. you guys have let's launched? Do let's do it. I'll take it off.
8: So, so this is the light mode version of the UI collection. So we have a light mode shoe and a dark mode shoe. And uh, I'll just take it off because we don't have any samples with us right now. Uh, but this is the shoe. We have, a, as I mentioned, a dark mode version as well. And this is the GT2000 uh, model of a, of a running shoe. This is the 11 uh, series. The reason we chose this shoe specifically is because we want people to have something that they can actually go out, wear, train for a race, just go out for a walk and feel comfortable and good in it. This is a a shoe we're shipping globally that you can only buy in USDC on Solana, and with those purchases you get, per shoe purchased, one ASIC Sunrise Red NFT badge, so that is the first time an Asics our ASIC NFT logo essentially, is on one of our physical products. And so when you buy this shoe. With USCC on Solana, you instantaneously get this NFT, which becomes a reward tool, essentially, to give you access to everything we build in the future in Web3.
0: So it's a shoe, and the shoe comes with an NFT. Correct. And what's the use case for the NFT? What, like, if I own the NFT,
8: what have I actually got? You've got access to be part of our Web3 story, essentially what it is. So what we're excited about with giving out these NFTs is they're basically the starting point of what comes next.
0: If I want a pair of shoes like that, they come in two colors, dark mode and
8: light mode, which yeah. is black and white. How long do I have to wait? How much does it cost? 200 USDC. Only available on ui.asics.com until Tuesday, I think it is, end of day Tuesday. Um, and so, yeah, we we want this to be a moment where you know there is an exclusive time window. So, if, so the first utility we're giving, which is an homage to like our some of our roots in Web3, is when you buy one of these shoes that I mentioned, you get the NFT with your purchase. Equivalent number. so if I buy three of these, I get three NFTs, oh, Asics, wow. ASICS badges, and then those ASICS badges are basically entries into a raffle to receive an ASICS, Stepin, Solana, Solana Realm NFT. So we're doing an airdrop next week of, for two people who hold the badges associated with this shoe. All right, so just before we let you go, if anybody wants those shoes or wants to yeah. stand a chance to win that NFT, where do they go? Yeah, ui.asics.com, so the letter U, so it stands for User Interface.
0: ui.asics.com, I'll see you guys there. You may have missed it, but they will be releasing more soon. Now just as everyone wears shoes, everyone uses mobile phones. Solana's next plan for real world expansion set to release is the Saga mobile phone, a blockchain based cell phone coming soon. No word if the release date remains unchanged after the Saga. So guess what i finally got in my hand, I've got the Solana phone and you know that I was skeptical about why Solana was launching a phone. Now I'm holding the phone, and let me tell you, it's a serious phone. Metal case, Android operating system, it looks good, it feels good, and I'm here with the lead engineer of this line of phone, Steve, Steve, welcome buddy, how are you? Oh, thank you, I'm great. Steve, a, this, is a, this is a real phone, this is a, quite a phone. This. Yes, it's, I love
7: that premium feel. The first time I held it in my hand, I was like, this just feels like, a, like this beautiful
0: artifact to hold. What is it, if, if, if you talk about the specs, compared to other uh, Android phones or Apple iPhone, what am I holding here? So the
7: specs on this, this is a true flagship phone. It's got the latest Qualcomm processor, the Qualcomm Snapdragon 8 Plus Gen 1, 12 gigs of RAM, 512 gigs of flash, 6.67 inch OLED display, all wrapped up in that beautiful industrial design, that beautiful package in your hand. And specifically from a crypto point of view, how is this phone different from any other phone? So it has a few crypto features that we've deeply integrated into the operating system. The most important one being Seed Vault, which is secure key custody. If you were to use a wallet on your normal Android phone, it would keep all your keys in the software layer. For this one, we've actually built support not only deeply into the operating system, but below that into the secure environment of this processor so that we can keep your keys uh, securely and safely, and you can still use them as as you normally would expect to on a mobile device.
0: Steve, if I buy this phone, am I giving up on any features that my normal phone has? Or has it got everything that my normal phone has, but also the key management and everything else? We started with a completely
7: normal stock Android device. And so just that simple, beautiful Android open source that people have come to know and love. It's got all the Google services on there. It has Google Play for uh, applications. It has Gmail. uh, It's got Google Pay for tap to pay with crypto added on to that. So we don't want this to be a second crypto-only phone that people carry. This is first and foremost a phone that can be your primary phone.
0: And who's buying this? Is it developers? Is it users? Is it people like me? Who's, who's the market? Who's buying it right now?
7: So right now we're seeing a lot of developer interest in this phone, especially because we have the developer kits that we'll be launching soon. Uh, we're building this phone for first and foremost, crypto enthusiasts, people who already know and love the ecosystem, but actually want to have it on the go and want to be able to have their keys on their
0: phone securely and safely. Awesome. And listen, one more thing. I mean, do you take trade-ins on old iPhones? Cause I have an old iPhone here somewhere I'd like to trade in. I'm sure we could figure something <laughs> out. See, <laughs> <Jeez>, thanks a <laughs> lot for coming, Crypto CryptoBanter. <laughs> okay. Ciao, buddy. We're not trading on phones. Well, what am I and everyone else doing? Scrolling on Instagram. And what did Instagram just announce? Support for NFTs there's
9: Listen,
0: big news that Instagram is uh, supporting creators and uh, supporting NFTs.
6: Yeah, so one of the big things that we're looking at is that blockchain has a ton of potential to be able to enable creators to make a living on their work establish providence for the digital assets, and build communities is a really powerful tool.
0: And what's your vision? I mean, why did Instagram do this? And what's the Instagram vision to support creators and integrate NFTs, what's the vision?
6: So we look at creators as the individuals that are able to drive our platform forward. They enable our platform to thrive. And so we want to build tools that enable them to thrive. And so our goal within the blockchain community is to be able to give tools that make them make a living on the platform, to get recognized for their work, and connect more deeply with their fans.
0: So we're here at Solana Breakpoint, and I guess specifically I wanna ask you as to how, why you guys selected Solana? Of all the chains, there's so many chains, why was it, why was Solana there, why was Matic there, the Polygon, why was it Ethereum, why was it Flow?
6: So our our goal is to one, not choose any one blockchain specifically, work open with the ecosystem today, and then support the blockchains that our creators are building on. So the goal here is meet the ecosystem where it's at, where are the creators actually building on, and how are we able to support those creators that are already chance.
0: And I know it's early days, but how's the reaction been so far? We've been very excited by the reaction with the community. Amazing. Also exciting, gaming. The bet for mass adoption to get us to the next billion users. And a big focus here during the Solana Games Day. We sat down with Solana's head of gaming to talk about all things games and blockchain, which could be the area of growth to set us on center stage. I mean, wow, I couldn't believe the, the amount of people and the amount of games building on Solana. Absolutely incredible.
2: Yeah, thank you. I think the final numbers were 33 studios with 37 games uh, that participated in Solana Games Day. We also had organically just individual developers walking around with their game builds, uh, letting, letting gamers play. All 37 games were polished builds. There are 15 of them were live already on Solana today, and the remaining 22 will, are ready to launch in the next 60 to 90 days.
0: You said the games aren't ready yet. They're not, they're not there yet. Why are Web3 games not ready yet? What's the barrier between, you know, Web2 games are super cool, but Web3 games, I've had some good experiences, but it's just not there.
2: I think you're absolutely right and fair for the criticism of our industry. The Web3 games industry got off to a rough start, mostly because a DeFi product with a game's UI called itself a game in Axie. It is not a game. It was a DeFi product. Everyone understands that now, today. But it gave the industry a rough start in Web3 games because play to earn is not sustainable, right? And then we moved to play and earn, which both of them I've been railing against, wrong, 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 because the developer doesn't control the earn part unless you're designing it like Ponzinomics, right? Uh, we simply say the blockchain empowers play and own, right? So play and own, but owning is, yes, you can own your digital items. True ownership of digital items, That's one part the deeper level that web3 can empower is play and own owning digital items then owning your player data then owning your player progression across games uh platforms studios and all the above and that will be the true power of web3 games
0: and all right so now let's cut to the main part the fun part top five games on solana that you think are going to explode (laughs) that's the alpha really We ended
2: the day yesterday with uh, two games that I'm very excited about. uh, Earth from Another Sun, which is a genre blending game, a space MMO, RTS, FPS game. I don't think there's a game out there like that in Web 2 or Web 3. We ended the day with Seeds Labs' uh, uh, title called Warblade. It's a 20-player AAA experience battle royale melee. Star Atlas, of course, was able to show their community that they're really building an amazing game with amazing top tier content, right? And so they dropped, their, their first gaming experience to their community yesterday and the response was amazing, right? And then we started the day yesterday with the announcement of Match Day. Match Day is a studio working with the largest uh, sports IP in the world and um, creating something for, uh, you know, on Solana. And so all these games, and those are just like the ones about to come. The already live 15 games, there's go check them out, right? Uh, they are exciting to, to play and they are fun first, player experience first games.
5: Amazing.
0: player first I like that well done, so now you see the Solana strategy of IRL and mass adoption now let's take a quick break this big Friday banter is brought to you by NordVPN NordVPN is a security product that every crypto trader must have as part of their essential tools for crypto traders NordVPN encrypts your personal data hides your IP address and enables you to access crypto trading platforms from any geographical location giving you the freedom to buy and sell crypto completely anonymously. It also protects you from hackers and phishing attacks. NordVPN is super easy to use, offers security for up to six devices, and with servers in over 60 countries, is the fastest VPN out there. The promotional link below gives you up to 61% discount and a 30-day money-back guarantee on your purchase. Welcome back to Solana Breakpoint, attracting thousands of attendees all over the world. All this made possible to start with its founders, who were once heavily funded by the likes of Alameda and FTX, in recent statements pressing on no matter what the news. All right, so we're here in Lisbon, Breakpoint 2022. We brought you coverage last year, we bring you coverage this year. Last year, we brought you one of the founders today, we bring you the other founder. Raj, welcome to Crypto Banter.
4: How are you, my friend? Thanks for having me, I'm great.
0: Listen, we've had our fair spats on Twitter, but I think it all, all all's, all's fine and, and uh, all's good. Yeah, all's fair. But let's talk about Breakpoint 2022. Four venues, it feels like it's much bigger than 2021. Run us through the numbers, run us through what it looks like.
4: Yeah. Um... I may get the numbers slightly off, but I think we had about 1,600 people last year, and this year we're uh, approaching 4,000. So we're like you know double the the capacity, which is crazy for this market. I think um, you know that's one of the, one of the signals. Along with the last hackathon, um, we had 16,000 registrations and. 750 teams formed when we're hitting all-time highs of builders and the concentration of developers and designers and entrepreneurs that are building new products is higher at this conference than than last year
0: so in three years time when we look at Solana what do you think is gonna be the predominant type of use case or application
4: I you know Super hard to tell. I think there are, you know, super talented teams in, in payments, and in DeFi, in NFTs, in, in games um, and a bunch of other stuff that uh, like Teleport launched here uh, during Breakpoint. It's decentralized Uber and they're actually running. It's not like the stuff from 2018. It's, it's actually functioning. So even just participating early in a decentralized, you know, 5G network like Helium or Pollen, or, um, you know, participating in a mapping service uh, that's competing with Google Maps, uh, like Hive Mapper. You know, using Google Maps wasn't fun before. Participating and building Google Maps as part of a community where you're earning and you're participating and you're feeling like you're changing the world.
0: Last year when we were here, um, Aptos and Sui never existed. You guys were the predominant blockchain using the Rust language. Today, Aptos just launched, Sui's launching or launching their token pretty soon. How do you see the, I hate saying competitive landscape, but let's say the landscape of all the other blockchains around Solana. Do you think it'll take away from the dev power, the brain power that was building on Solana?
4: Um, The value proposition gap with these new chains, uh, as I can tell, is Move, which is a great programming language, but we're also putting Move on Solana, right? Uh, we have you know, uh, a team that's, that's working on that. We had Move on Solana in, uh, in 2019 and nobody really used it. And there was still excitement about the fact that Move was gonna get uh, a lot of uh, tailwind from being part of the DM project whenever Facebook was gonna launch it.
0: How do you see the future in say five years? How many chains are there? So let's, let's put Bitcoin aside because Bitcoin is store of value money. How many smart contract blockchains are there that are Actually, really being
4: used five years from now. Yeah. Um, well, uh, I, I think Chris Berniski has a really good like meme and a good framework for thinking about this. He, he says that you know Cosmos is sort of the the epitome of, of sovereign chains. If you want to play the app chain thesis and, and believe that that uh, you know model uh, is valuable for developers and for users, Cosmos really does it well. Um, if you believe that having one single global state machine at the highest throughput possible with uh, you know, um, consensus at the speed of light or as close to the speed of light as possible, Solana does that incredibly well. Ethereum is sort of somewhere in between and then Bitcoin is the OG, it's the, it's the store of value just kind of personified. And so he's, you know, he says base, right? Uh, um, Bitcoin, atoms, uh, Sol and, and ETH. What's the most exciting thing that you've seen here at Breakpoint? I think honestly, the games, um, okay, look, I'll, I'll say Star Atlas has blown me out of the water. Okay, you said uh, it. I, I, I'm, I'm really, you know, they, they started two years ago, nobody was talking about AAA games uh, using crypto. Nobody was talking about using, building a community first with digital assets that would be transferred into the games and then uh, actually funding and, and building a, a AAA game on top. I played it. It's It feels like Mass Effect, you know? And it's two years later. Um, And uh, I think, uh, you know, everyone is really excited about Star Citizen. And then really had their expectations deflated, you know, over 10 years without them delivering. But I I believe Star Atlas has sort of reached uh, escape velocity on how much they've delivered with the capital they have on the timeline they have. Um, And it's way ahead of, you know, the rest of the market. Uh, So they're they're not the only game though, right? There were 20 games that that were playable. They, you know, did things from real-time strategy to FPSs to 2D platformers, used economic models with tokens and with NFTs in all different ways so the thesis is playing out in many different ways in games and Solana from my understanding has at least 50% market share of the teams that really are building for web 3 in games um, so something's gonna work there right yeah. that's what I'm most excited and about.
0: I must I also saw Star Atlas yesterday it was super 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 impressive
4: yeah All right, listen I'm gonna go and have a look
0: inside and find some more exciting projects always good to see you my friend
4: thanks so much thanks, thanks, thanks for coming I hope you have
0: a great time thank you Before more Alphonse Lana projects, let's check in with our sponsor, NordVPN, and remember, these are the guys that make this kind of coverage possible, so go and give them some love in the referral link below. You're on camera, so smile. None of this amazing coverage would be possible if it weren't for our sponsors, and our sponsors for this amazing episode are NordVPN. You know them because they're our sponsors on the channel, they sponsor our Friday banter. Just tell us the basics. Why do we need VPNs?
9: So, VPN protects your identity online, you never want to leave all your data accessible to anyone. For example, if you're in a coffee shop with your laptop on, you're working and your friend hits you up and says like, let's meet up in five minutes for half an hour. You would never leave your laptop on the counter in the coffee shop before leaving because you never know if anyone would just take it. Maybe they won't but you don't want to take those chances. Same with your personal data and identity online.
0: Now, one thing I was surprised by, I didn't realize how big NordVPN was as a company. We had dinner last night, you ran me through just how big this company is. So the company is Lithuanian, right? Correct. And how big is the company? Just walk us through how big is, is the holding company and NordVPN?
9: Well, I would say we're more than 2,000 in total and we have more than NordVPN. We have other products like NordPass, NordLayer, NordLocker and other sister companies. When I buy NordVPN, I don't only get a VPN, right? I get like a VPN, but
0: I get a whole other array of products that keep me safe in crypto, right? Correct. So what are they?
9: Yeah, two new features we introduced not long ago. First of them is threat protection. It is like an antivirus on top of your VPN. It protects your surfing even more, that's why we tend to call us nowadays more than a VPN. We're going more into the protection, the whole computer thing. So with the threat protection, any advertisement that has malwares or uh, any viruses possibly, they're just blocked by us. And we're putting more and more effort to increase the whitelist of these things. And what else do I get? You also get the MeshNet. This is the newest thing in VPN product and it's a simple easy and secure way to access your local devices even if you're abroad for example you're in lisbon you want to access your files that are on your computer back in your country you can do that with a mesh net.
0: that's unbelievable listen guys there's a referral link below these are the guys that bring us the content smash that referral link get yourself a vpn protect yourself protect your crypto it's less than three dollars a month come on do it now, and these guys will keep sponsoring us to bring you guys more amazing coverage from more amazing conferences. Also remember, if you're enjoying this coverage, smash the like button and subscribe to our channel. Hit the bell notifications to be told when we're coming live. And from our sponsors, let's go back into Solana to see what's going on further afoot. All right, so inside we've seen a lot of talks about gaming and mobile, and now it's time to sit down and go do some deep dives with the actual builders. So let's go do this. For example, when you say NFTs on Solana, Magic Eden causing some controversy of its own with its recent statement on royalties. You know my feelings around NFTs and gaming. I always say that NFTs and gaming are gonna bring the next billion people into crypto. And I also say that Solana is gonna be the platform on which those NFTs and gaming applications win. And so with me today, I've got the founder of Magic Eden, which is the biggest marketplace on Solana. Nice to have you on, mate. Yo,
10: appreciate it, dude. Thanks for having me.
0: Listen, I heard an amazing thing when the guys were up on stage today. 14 months ago, you didn't exist.
10: Right. 14 months? 14 months. We started in September last year so uh, this time last year in Lisbon we were I think six people. And today you're the biggest marketplace on Solana? Yeah yeah exactly. Give
0: me an idea of the numbers. How many people work for you? How many active users do you guys have?
10: Yeah so we have about 115 employees now uh, all around the world so we're a distributed company from day one all remote. Um, we've done over 2.5 billion in trade volume in this time period um and monthly users, i think it's something in in like the 500k to a million so it's uh it's been it's been pretty insane and specifically when you look at nfts
0: today what do you think is the most exciting consumer adoption use case because i think we've been through the buying fancy jpeg stage i think that's dead specifically if you look at Solana now the volumes have gone to i saw the volumes are close to zero
10: What, what do you what excites you for the next 12 months yeah for sure i think that uh Communities will continue to thrive actually and and like even though pfps as a category has definitely slowed down We actually don't think it's anywhere It's it's not going anywhere because it's still the easiest thing for creators to come and try out when it comes to nfts Having said that we think that gaming is probably the thing that is going to attract the next hundreds of millions billions of users as you said Uh, We're making a pretty big vertical bet that that's going to be one of the big categories and what it means for us as a marketplace then is that everything we build has to be Oriented around game developers and players, right? And we're pretty excited to build that future. We're still in the very early innings of that, but that's something we're pretty pretty focused on right now. Where other, will other they places. live
0: in the future? I know today they live on ETH and SOL, but yeah. the competitive landscape is changing. You've it's got, getting intense. You have the EVM, you have uh, Avalanche and all yep. the EVMs, you've got ETH Layer 2s, which yep. is do you know what's going on with ETH Layer 2s? You've also got now a new, new kids on the block, which is Aptos and SUI. Yep. How do you see the future when it comes to NFTs? Where, where, there's also a lot of uh, NFT action on Cardano. If you look at Cardano, the, yeah. the majority of the transactions are coming from NFTs. Sure. So when you look at the future as someone who's building a product that
10: has to own the NFT market, so to speak, what chains are you looking at? Yeah. I think we're keeping a pretty close eye on all the EVM stuff that's obviously happening, L2s in particular. That's just getting a little bit of steam now. The new chains on Move, very, very interesting as well. I think for us, we think about what what are the creators that are attracted to go build on some of those chains. And uh, there's obviously very clear ones that are gaming focused, right? So that's an obvious bet that we have to make. And creating that organic creator ecosystem is actually a very, very hard thing to do. So we're excited to see what pans out, but I wouldn't say it's a given that every single chain will have a diverse, you know, organic NFT ecosystem. I think a lot has to happen.
0: Hello, Solana! From NFT's listed metaverse game with Monkey League. Another top soccer gaming integration that promises to press on regardless of what's going on around it. So you all know that we are early investors in Monkey Ball. We told you guys to invest. We think it's going to be an amazing game. Here I've got the CEO of the studios and the game. Oren, Oren, welcome buddy, how are you?
3: I'm great man, thanks for having me.
0: Listen, I just played Monkey Ball, it was a lot of fun. Wow,
3: we had a crazy day yesterday at Games Day. Hundreds of people played the game, like amazing feedback.
0: What was the feedback around the game?
3: So, like, um, I think once people uh, really understood, you know, some people that maybe are not following us over the last year, like, once they understood that it was FIFA and chess together and that there was those strategy layers, uh, then they got really into the game, right? Um, So that was, like, the biggest thing for us to, you know, better educate people. Uh, And also the AI was super aggressive and super difficult, so people really wanted to get in there.
0: I must say, the the chess part of it was the part that got me the most because you really have to select which player you kick with yeah. and which player you stop with and which player you tackle with. Is super, super exciting. When are you guys going to be ready to, to launch the game so that everyone can learn to play?
3: Totally. So, uh, we have our, our closed uh, alpha coming up in uh, several weeks. Then we have our closed beta, where essentially our whole community will be able to uh, play during that closed beta. Uh, and soon after that is the soft launch, right? So we're like really in the last home stretch Uh, before everyone will be able to uh, really enjoy Monkey League.
0: So, in, there's a new token, it's called the SCORE token. Right. What's the difference between SCORE and MBS? I'm, I'm glad you asked that. You know, it's really cool
3: because we, when we announced SCORE uh, a couple weeks ago, like, you know, we've been talking a lot about the Uncaged Studio Vision, right, where Monkey League is the first in a franchise of games, sports games, that will all leverage the same uh, monkey athletes, right, so each game will have its own in-game currency, right, so, like, Monkey League, uh, Monkey Bucks, MBS for Monkey League, and then SCORE will be that uh, kind of platform-wide token, right? So if you want influence uh, in the ecosystem, if you want unique rights to the treasury, things like that.
0: Uh, How do I get SCORE tokens?
3: Cool. So uh, actually, we just uh, we, we announced that a couple weeks ago. We have the AirDrop campaign coming in a couple weeks. Uh, so you just need to lock up your MBS, man. If you got MBS, uh, you're essentially able to get SCORE for free, I mean.
0: So you heard it here, if you want to get SCORE token, which is the platform-wide token, all you need to do is lock up your MBS. There are options to lock up for six? Yes, yes,
3: there's uh, a few different uh, kind of programs. So you can do either for six months, 12 months, or 18
0: months, you can also do a mixture of uh, uh, of the three. All right, you heard it here first. Also first, sports betting. BetDex decks making major moves here at Breakpoint. Let's sit down with them. A few days after we leave Portugal, it's going to be the World Cup and there are a lot of tokens which are running ahead of the World Cup. We've been following Algorand, we've been following Chili's, and there are a lot of other tokens that are going to be running. I've got a play for you right here and it's called Betex, and they're going to be launching sports betting for the World Cup. Very welcome buddy.
10: Thank you. Nice so you. the World
0: Cup's a few days away
10: basically. Yes it is. And what are you guys launching? Uh, So we'll be launching the Betdex Exchange on Mainnet. Uh, The Betdex Exchange is a dApp uh, built upon Solana. It's a sports betting dApp, it's a P2P exchange. Uh, So we'll be launching that on Mainnet. And so for the World Cup, you'll be able to log in to the Betdex Exchange and place wagers on Mainnet.
0: And why did you choose to build this on Solana? Uh,
10: Very simple, Uh, any exchange business needs to be fast and cheap and Solana is the fastest blockchain out there for us. Um, It's much easier from a user experience to have someone come in and wager on a platform which is just an L1 because it's one less step that they need to think about versus an L2. The other uh, you know, a factor for us was really around the Solana community. Um, this was one of the strongest communities out there for both from a, uh, a development like support perspective and so that made our decision quite easy.
0: And is there going to be a BETDEX token or is there going to be a token for the underlying protocol? Maybe. 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 It's not saying much. i got to squeeze a bit harder. <laughs> i got to squeeze a bit harder. Listen. Good luck with the World Cup. We'll be taking some bets. Thanks a lot for coming on Bantam, my friend. Thanks, Ryan. Thank Now, you. others here at Breakpoint may take bets on some more complex financial products, like cross-margin perpetual futures on a DEX. Not centralized. Drift. Heady stuff. Let's dig in. One of the big narratives out there is decentralized uh, derivatives, futures, options, and everything like that. We've been covering a lot of those plays on our show, and today I've got Cindy on the show with us. Cindy, welcome to Cryptoventer.
11: Thank you so much. It's so a listen, pleasure to be here.
0: Full disclosure, we invested in your project. We love what you guys are doing, and I thought maybe it's a good opportunity if you to tell the audience what you guys are building at Drift.
11: Yeah, amazing. We're building a decentralized derivatives platform where you can trade futures and perpetual swaps on the platform uh, with up to 10 to 20x leverage. Uh, so it's a great place um, to both trade, earn yield on the same platform, um, without any need for registrations and, and essentially, yeah, trade freely. And how many people are actually using the platform today? We, so in our V1, we had about 20,000 traders on the platform, which made us the top derivatives decks on Solana at the time. Uh, right now, we just launched our V2, so it's live as of yesterday, and we have about 7,500 people on the waitlist. So.
0: Who is the user of Drift? Is it an institutional client? Is it a, a, a client that's trying to hedge their positions? Or are they just retail DJs?
11: I think we cater the most to retail users. If you look at you know our Twitter marketing, where we are now, that's you guys. <laughs> that, that's you guys. <laughs> we, we care the most about, about um, you know retail users. We believe that market makers will come where you, retail users go. So everything that we built is really for for retail users.
0: What would you be happy with in terms of the number of users? If I were to say to you in three months' time, three months. In three months, if I'm looking at your dashboard and I see yeah. X number of users, yeah. how many users are you happy with?
11: Yeah, I want us to double our V1 stats asap. That's so. 40, That's 40,000 in three months.
0: <laughs> and compare that to, say, a GMX. Well, what does a GMX do?
11: I think GMX is around the same um, wow, as well. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So we're looking to really aggressively push our marketing. And hopefully, we can work together to, to make that happen. Well, listen,
0: we're behind you. As you yeah. know, we're investors, we're yeah. supporters of the project, Amazing. and we're behind you all the way.
11: Amazing. Cindy, Thank you so much. You. Great to meet.
0: <laughs> so, from perps to people building on all things Solana, Breakpoint presented pop ups, devs, games, announcements and news all across its four locations, 3,500 plus attendees and its founders overseeing it all. They closed the conference in the spirit of pressing on, forging ahead, shipping code and in this market, building, building and building. And yes, this conference closure took a very different spirit than what was to come just the next day. Where there I was live streaming from the airport in Lisbon on the way to London for token 2049. Wow, okay, this is huge. In hindsight, could we have seen this all coming? Well, yes and no. But it's a reminder of why the promise of blockchain, of decentralization, of open and permissionless composability, especially in finance, was so important when Bitcoin began. What we saw in Lisbon was the strength of the decentralized community that is Solana. But most of all, what we saw was a community with huge momentum. And as the saying goes, there's nothing more unstoppable than momentum. To me, SBF and FTX did just enough to set Solana off. And today, the momentum that this community has will not be stopped by the failure of one single centralized entity in a decentralized world. I have no doubt that we'll be here next year covering Breakpoint 2023. Until then, trade well, my friends.